My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be here, and you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Hi guys. Hello. My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling okay? Are we feeling not so okay? Um, you know, if you're not feeling okay, I'm really sorry about that, but if you are feeling okay, anyways, we're going to do um, a deep breath. We're going to do a four count in, then we're going to hold, and then we're going to do four count out. So, right, we're going to do four in now, so. And then we're going to blow it out. you're having a bad day, if you're having a good day, either way, I'm happy you're here. And you know, it's the podcast, happy to be here. And we're on our fourth season. Like, oh my God, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Four fucking seasons, four seasons. That's so crazy to me. And I'm, yeah, I'm very like grateful and thankful. And who would you know who's here with me today? The one and only, Davida Joe. Who's the obnoxious one on the other end of this <laughs> table? You know, we're both obnoxious here. Um, and she's also the host of the Quarter Life Happy Hour, of course. Of course. Another Slay podcast, if not the Slay podcast. Oh, stop it, please. Yeah, so Davida, <laughs> how are you? Hi, guys. I'm super happy to be here. Oh, there's the title. Um, but I'm happy to be back, Kate. Thanks so much for having me back on. Um, I've been good, you know? We'll, we'll get more to it, but you know, I've been good and I'm happy to be back on here on the show and with your listeners. I know we have kind of the same listeners, but a couple different ones. So I'm mm-hmm. happy to be here for your crew right now as well. Oh, thanks. Of course. Yeah, we usually record on Davida's pod. Sometimes we do a double decker recording night mm-hmm. and we'll do your pod and my pod or vice versa. Yes. And so, you know, double the content. So fun. Listeners. So fun. So <laughs> So what's been new? What's been new in your life? Not much. You know, work has been good. Actually, today is my, um, well, it's not going to be the day when this is obviously um, published, but today, the day we're recording, is my one-year anniversary with my current job. So, yeah. So, it's been really good. Been in the corporate world, out of the service industry for a year now, which has been awesome. It comes in peaks and valleys, but I think that's just how it is with every career. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, you know, life's been good. Um, Definitely been... um, Breaking my walls and putting my guards down a little bit when it comes to dating the unfortunate species that is men. Um, but we're getting there, which is which is safe to say. Like, I'm putting myself out there a little bit more. Still stupid scary, but I'm doing it. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And congratulations on one year. Thank you. Um, I feel like I've just been aware of that at a personal level for a while. But hearing one year is so weird. Like, it feels like it was so much longer ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a long way. year. It's been a long year. But, it's like, been a very long year. I was looking at, actually, um, you know how on Instagram it's, like, that November dump on your story that yeah. you can compile? Um, I was looking through my month of November, and a lot has happened this month for me. Like... So I was looking at photos, and I was just like, oh, my God, that was this month? Even though November's, like, typically, I feel like, some one of the shorter months because yeah. of Thanksgiving and all, but it felt like it lasted, like, forever, so. Yes. Ready to wrap up this year. Oh, for sure. And speaking of, we just went to Boys Town on, oh, my God, Friday? 
Oh, God. That was, like, so, like, recent. Yeah. It feels like that was a lifetime ago. I know. This weekend was long. Yes. It was interesting. It felt like Sunday on Saturday. It felt like Sunday part two on Sunday. And today doesn't feel like Monday. It doesn't feel yeah. like any day, so. It's just weird. November and December are just weird months. I feel like December is nice because you have Christmas. And yeah. I feel like everyone's kind of, like, it just feels more, like, chronological. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Well, I wanted to share a little story about what happened. Story time! In Boys Town. Bitches! <laughs> so, and you know, we'll be talking about dating online, like meeting people online from dating versus meeting people in real life later on. But I wanted to share this story first. Um, so me and Davida and our bestie Lucas went to Boys Town. And it was like so, so slay. <laughs> I can't. It was. It was so slack. I can't. I went to Sidetrack, which was very, like, gay boy Your first bar. time. My first time at Sidetrack. I've mm-hmm. never been. And I was living for Sidetrack. Loved the music videos up on the screen. I was just, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Was giving Fat Jacks vibes from Illinois State. Oh my god. How dare you. Another favorite bar of mine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but so we went to Roscoe's and, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm out on the prowl as I should be as a single lesbian she they person and um <laughs> and I was with this girl and we were watching the drag queens and then my phone I think my phone was on do not disturb or it was just in my purse so I couldn't feel it and I just went to check because I may be talking to a few people as well <laughs> and I went to go check to see who was texting me and this person that I used to talk to what should we call her we need to give her, like, a name. A name that is so fitting for her. I'm too high to be creative right now, dude. I'm sorry. We'll call, Wanna be Hey Mamas. We'll call her Hey Mamas. Okay. So, we talked for, like, literally a month. Two no, two seconds. Like, barely <laughs> anything. And it was so dramatic and, like, very intense. And it was just so bizarre. But wait, ha- did you meet this person ever? No. That is, ever? That is, the, that is such the important detail. I never mm-hmm. met her in real life. Are, do you hear me right now? Never met her in real life. Mm-hmm. So we talked for a month. I never met her once again. And so uh, I didn't really hear from her. She just didn't want to, like, date or something. I don't know. It was very odd to me. But it just kind of got, you know, it, it dissipated. And then I started talking to someone else who I actually, like, genuinely liked yeah. and hung out with. And she kind of crept back in during Lollapalooza for God knows why. For a booty call, which was so bizarre to me as well. And then I had to, again, discard her. Mm-hmm. Then, so now, now we're back to present day. We're back to Boys Town, right? Roscoe's. I'm with this girl who I just met. We're just hanging out. My, like, arms are on her waist. And um, I checked my phone. And Y texted me. And she's hey like... Hey, mamas. Hey, mamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mamas texted hey, me. Hey, mamas. And she's like, um, I think I see you. And I'm like, oh... Okay, interesting. Um, and I was like, are you at Roscoe's? And then I can't remember if she texted me or if she tapped my shoulder first, but she tapped on my shoulder and I turn around and it's and it's her. It's hey mamas. And I'm like, oh, hi. And I kind of just like waved a little bit. And then I turned back around and then I checked my phone and she texted me and she was like, you're literally so gorgeous. Like, I'm here with my friend and like, blah, 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 blah. How surreal is it when you see someone from online in person for the first time? Like, can we just take a minute? Yeah. Well, number one, 
did not look like her photos. And that's the unfortunate part. (laughs) And let me tell you guys, we'll talk about this later, but I have just, like, a knack for knowing when someone doesn't look like their photos. And I'm not talking about, like, maybe a filter or a little bit of editing. I'm talking about, like, full facial reconstruction. (laughs) Like, I was like, damn, like, okay, (laughs) cool. So... So, so then that happened, and then I was doing my thing, right? I'm going about the club, doing my rounds, having a good time. As you should. As I should. And then I met this really cool girl, and we're talking. She just moved to Boys Town, and then we're doing other things as well. And I, and this is, like, later on in the evening, right? Things have transpired. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen why since. I see her standing over while I'm on the platform. I don't really, like, she's just far away, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about her. And so I'm talking to this new girl, and we're having fun. And all of a sudden, I feel someone grab onto my waist, like, pretty hard, and then they pull me, like, pretty aggressively to the middle of the dance floor, like, very quickly, too. And it is hard to get from one end to the other in, like, a short amount of time. And it just kind of was all kind of happening really fast. And it was, um, hey, mamas. And she's, like, still holding onto my waist, and she's like, she's like, um, what'd she say? Oh, yeah, I'm so mad at you right now. I'm like, what? What is happening? I was like, I don't eat. Why are you mad? And I just don't. She just kept being like, I'm so mad at you. And I was like, I don't even know you. Like, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Like, I just. And too, like, I've run into people at the gay club that I've known or talked to. And you just kind of wave or you don't acknowledge each other Oh, if you go out to a gay club and you don't see someone you know from your past, then did you even go? Yeah. Is it even a thing? Like, come on. Exactly. So it just was, like, weird that, like, she was, number one, like, acknowledging me in the first place and, like, very aggressively coming after me. Yeah. God, dude. And what did you say before we even got there? You were like, Davida, I just have this feeling. Kate literally looks at me, stark-eyed, dead in the face. He's like, Davida, I have a feeling. I don't know. Because we were talking about our manifestations and our goals for the night. She was like, I just don't know why. I feel like I'm going to run into Hey Mamas. Yeah. And I was like, don't even fucking say that and put that out there in I the know. universe. And guess what happened? I ran into her. I just have, like, Wild. an intuition sometimes. But, yeah, so then I was like. Can you predict my future? I would love to. Okay. <laughs> and so then I was having a bit of, like, an internal meltdown. I just did not know what was happening. And then she was saying some really out-of-pocket shit. And, and and I'm pretty drunk, too. And then I just throw out my hands. I'm like, I can't with you. And I walk out of the club. And I go to the little outclave area. And I go to these queer people. And I'm like, please, 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 please. I was like, please let me stay with you. There's this girl that I know. And she is after me and not in a good way. <laughs> I was trying to light up a cigarette, and the security yelled at me, and I was like, okay, I can't even smoke. That's so sad. (laughs) And then you guys had left um, because of some issues Mm -hmm. um, at the club, and so I took a little Uber home, and when I was waiting for the Uber, I was like, please, God, if she comes out here and tries to get in this Uber, I will just die. I will pass away. Please, God, protect me. Mm -hmm. Whoever protect me, and they did. Good. They did. So, so slight. So, just, just a heads up. You know... If you see someone you know at the club romantically, don't um, unconsensually grab them by the waist and pull them and then start accusing them of things when you didn't even meet. That's just a little tip from you to me, a very specific tip. You would think you wouldn't need to hear that tip, but I guess people do. <sighs> yes, say lovey. But, um, but yeah, I'm alright, you know, just trucking along. And speaking of that, we have a very romantic meet-cute that is the antithesis of what I experienced. So cute. From Davida. So Davida, you're actually kind of 
we're, we have a podcast curse, so I can't, we can't mention anything about him specifically. No. So we'll I refuse. talk about it in abstract terms. Okay. Hypothetically, let's say I was, hypothetically, let's say that I was going places with humans. And, like, drinking and, like, eating Yeah. Hypothetically, let's just say I left the house to meet up with a man for the first time in almost two years. Yes. Hypothetically. In a, in a crazy world. Um, yeah, I have always thought dating apps were a big waste of time. I think you guys know that. I think people who have listened to my show know that. I think they're absolutely ridiculous. And the only person, good per- person I'm ever going to meet on there is Nate. So, <laughs> my best friend who I met through Bumble. Yeah, her um, bestie. I'm not, I'm not going to meet any other good people out there. So, I've always thought, you know, the person that I end up like with long term will be in person really always did yeah I just there was never I've seen it work don't get me wrong some of the strongest couples in my life are dating app couples I know it's possible I just don't think it's possible for my standards my anxiety my criteria for a partner fair I just I I I just feel like we have a better story than that I think that and I think that's totally fair yeah um and too, I don't know, dating apps have their own sort of issues, but it's really fun to meet someone in person. There's just it such is. a little rush with it. What have you said, what what would you say your most, um, your easiest ways of meeting people in person that you've been romantically involved with are? Because, like, I've had, like, people who have introduced me through, like, mutual friends. Mm. Um, I've had people that, like, I not worked with, but, like, was in my major, or, like, met in, at college, or, like, um, they slid in my DMs because we partied together once type <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. What do you think has been the most common way in you and your lesbian experiences, mm. like, when it comes to dating um, somebody who you met in person, what have, what's been the most, like, normal, I'd say? Well, it's funny. It's my you... show now, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I'm sorry. No, no, Slay, I'm I'm here to talk about myself too. Um, so it's funny you mentioned that in terms of my lesbian, like women love women experiences, I've only met two people technically in person. Oh wait, just kidding. Just that's a lie. There's been a lot of women, guys. Just bear with me. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let her, let her, she needs to think. <laughs> technically, I guess like three I think I've met in person. I've met more than that in person, but the lasting ones I actually went on dates with and I saw were two of them were in bars like one was just a regular bar the other one was a gay bar okay and then my ex-girlfriend um who we dated for a a minute we went to high school together Mm -hmm. but at different times so she was a year older than me Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of like we had followed each other on instagram and she posted a coming out story, and you can listen to this whole episode on the show. <laughs> don't please don't listen to the episode on the that, That's show. a cursed episode, but you can if you would love to. It's very entertaining, a lot of streams, um, so fun. And um, so she posted a coming out on her Instagram story, and I actually slid up on that. And it's funny because I don't know if I would do that now. Like I don't know if I would slide up on someone's coming out story and ask them <laughs> on a date. Oh my god, you're gay too? No way. Uh, we should fuck. Literally, and it was it was during the pandemic, so I was still learning things. Yeah, like, I definitely don't know if I like. Actually, it's kind of embarrassing that I admit that. Um, it's called growth. You need to be embarrassed about your past, right? Um, a lot of lot to be embarrassed about that situation, <laughs> but um. 
yeah, so that was kind of for me. I think Instagram is a, is a way, and social media is a way that people meet, not just dating apps, uh-huh. which is interesting to me in the gay community, at least. Oh, for sure. Um, but what about you? Where where have you been able to meet people? Oh, do you have a list? I do. Of course I do. Of course I have a fucking like, list. Why? Thank you. You're so prepared. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm psychotic, and I have a list of, like, my men slash exes, and if there's a fire emoji, I met him on Tinder. If there's a bee, I met him on Bumble. And if there's a door oh. hinge, I met him on Hinge. But if there's nothing, then I met him in person. Hinge is so fucked. I hate that app. Hinge is so fucked. So let me see here. Like, I'd say probably it's like half and half with the guys that I've, like, had romantic connections with that mm. um, I met in person versus a dating app. Um, and these are all guys you've, like, like been on dates with or yeah. had Yes. Okay. Yes. You know exactly who all these people are. <laughs> um, my first ever relationship, we met at church, uh, the cult that we were a part of. That's um, that's that's a real story. That's also a good episode. <laughs> did we do that? We did that on mine, right? Where we talked about religion. I've talked about being and, yeah. surviving that church a lot, but yes, we True. did talk about that. Um, I've got a couple, you know, mutual friends thrown in there. Um, one I met at a bar at Maggie Miley's my junior year of college. It was just me and Cassidy, and this guy just walked over to me and then say lovey. Mm-hmm. Um, one was in my major, so oh. don't shit where you eat, kids, because I had class with him the next morning and for the rest of the semester, an entire time I wanted to kill myself. It was amazing. It happened to me. I, I was dating a guy in my class, and then it ended, and it was the most awkward. It was a race to see who would get out of class first. Like, Dude, who could avoid who? It was a race to see, okay, neither of us are making eye contact ever again in our lives. <laughs> yeah, literally never. Didn't and know. it was so embarrassing, because I left a necklace at his apartment the night before, <gasps> so when he, like, after class, he, like, wa- he walked up to me, and he was just like, this is yours, by the way. Oh and, like, God. dropped the necklace in my hand, and I was like, I'm dropping out! I'm dropping out of college right now! Was it a good necklace? Do you still have it? No, it was like a two dollar cheap one. I was just like, you could have, you could have thrown this out. You could not even know. You could have thrown this out, dude. It's fine. Um, one guy, Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. The other um bar person I met at a bar, I actually ended up dating for quite some time over quarantine. Oh yes, I know. We're fine. Him. We're fine. Everything's fine. I know him. Mutual friends slid in my DMs because of mutual friends. Um, mutual friends. Um, That's went so to high school with mutual friends, and then yeah, we're done now. <laughs> Damn, a lot of so mutual friends. Mutual I, friends, I think, say? is the primary one, just because I think for me, I do have a lot of connections with people, so mm-hmm. I think that's where it comes from. Like none of those guys are from the same mutual friends, which is cool. Damn, I've never cool. homied hopped. I've never like double dipped in like the same friend group. I just mm-hmm. feel like that's illegal in most states, and it should be. <laughs> so, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't do incest in friend groups. I'll watch. I'll witness it because it happens in my friend groups, but doesn't happen for me. I can't do that. I feel like I feel like it was a big thing in my high school. Like friend groups would just all like just be very very close with each other. Yeah, I just can't do that. That's interesting. I feel like my my first um, significant other, my ex boyfriend, we met through a mutual friend. And, and then, then and then another guy I dated who I accidentally just name dropped. I'll have to edit that out. Um, we also met through um, a mutual friend slash that was his cousin. So I feel hilarious. Like what's nice about mutual friends too is I feel like you kind of already know. Okay, you're kind of normal because you're friends with my friend, so I feel kind of comfortable dating you. Yeah, I feel like I'm more willing to go out with someone where it's like they know them. If yeah, that makes sense. No, totally. 
<laughs> um, yeah, mutual friends, I feel like, is the easy has been the easiest way, but I love my friends, but I do not trust them to set me up anymore, because <laughs> clearly that hasn't worked out well. Because, here's the thing, if you're getting set up through mutual friends, they're really thinking, like, okay, this person reminds me a lot of Davida. I want someone the opposite of me, I think. Oh, I see. You know? Like, I think yeah. I think you guys see me vibing with a very specific type of person, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I would vibe with that person in your mind. Really? I'm really high. <laughs> I was gonna say, sometimes it's so funny, and, like, you never respond to these videos, but I'll send you videos of these men on my For You page, and I'm like, oh my god, Divya, I can see you ending up with someone like this. Is it, like, a piece of shit, white trash frat guy? No, no, no! It's someone funny and cute! Like, I'm not gonna be that, like, person. No, like, oh- Kate, think about my exes. How many of them have you actually found attractive? I mean- none. Like, well, okay, though, though, Thank you. It's actually, fun fact, I don't know if you've seen him on your For You page, but he's a teacher in a high school, and I sent this to Katie, and he makes, like, little waffles in his classroom, and he's so funny, and he's pretty cute, and I was like, and he's got very dry humor, okay. and he's not over the top. Like, I feel like you need someone who's not gonna be, like, over the top obnoxious, just, like, like do, your, you know, your little one-liners. Yeah. Someone who can keep up with you. I think some, I think I need to be with somebody who's not as obnoxious as me, but can control my obnoxiousness. I think that's good. I think I think that's I think that's it for the best. Right. And I mean like for me, I want someone who's like I don't know though. Here's the thing. I struggle with this. I realized yeah. this. Um because someone made a comment and I and I thought about it some more. That's a very vague sentence. But like so I like girls with very loud, big personalities, typically. Sure. Typically, but I realized I don't want someone that's completely unfiltered. I want someone I can bring around my parents. Of course. And, like, my parents aren't, like, like stuck up or anything, but they're very much, like, middle class proper. Mm-hmm. Like, we will not be talking about, like, joke. we will not be joking about sex. No, no, no. None of those. Th- like, I need someone who's going to get it together. I realize totally. that. Yep. And some of the girls I dated, I don't think I could genuinely bring around my parents. Yeah, like, if you think about it, like, when you think of, you know, your past significant others or past flings, like, at the end of the day, can you actually see them hanging out with your family? <laughs> Yes, and like, or I mean, like, yes is in like the yeah. point, not like yes is in like. Yeah, I was about to say, to you're a liar. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, a big liar. And I think that's how dating kind of changes as you get older, because when you're in college, you're kind of in a bubble, and you're just with your significant other all yes. the time, and you don't really go outside of like hanging out with friend groups. You don't really bring them home unless it's serious. I think as you get older, you kind of start to see your life as like, okay, who could I bring around? My friends, my family, Mm -hmm. work parties, that's Mm -hmm. another big one. Like, who can, like, fit into my life? I think that's kind of the difference. Totally. Can't say, I mean, wholeheartedly, I do think most of the guys that I've been involved with could have gotten it together. They just didn't. (laughs) That's also an issue. Dave would fucking have a field day with half of these guys. He'd be like, who's this fucking loser? <laughs> I mean, the, I don't have winners on my roster either. I know. So, so fair. I know. Um, but I also, speaking of kind of like expectations too and like who we end up dating, what do you think about online dating okay. versus meeting someone in person? 
which do you think you built up more in your head or just have more expectations for? Okay, that's a good question. I feel like when you meet someone online, chances are you're talking to them virtually a lot longer. It lets your mind wander into thinking like what this person could be like. Um, and then you meet them and you're completely wrong. You're completely wrong. But the thing is, when you meet them in person, at least you got to learn, like, one, what they look like in person, how they are in real life instead of behind a phone screen or a computer screen. Uh, you already have that perception. You already have that first impression. When you meet someone online, you have a really blurry uh, first impression. Mm. It's a message or a picture. Yeah. I personally don't form first impressions um, on people until I meet them in real life. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll be, I'll go, I'll see the signs. I'll see, like, red flags and green flags, like, through text and all that before I meet them, if that's the case. Um, But I don't like to, like, completely go into meeting someone for the first time completely closed off. I like to give people chances. I think it's a good idea. Um... Somebody could be acting a certain way online and be acting a completely different way in person. So, um, that goes to say, like, you know, roles are reversed as well. They could be a complete, like, green flag on over text and over Tinder and Bumble, and then you meet them, and then they suck, so. And that's happened to me way too many times. Exactly. Um. How about you? Yes, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I feel like... When you meet someone online, at least for me, I kind of start to build up this idea of what they might be like in person, and not necessarily in a, like a like a negative way, like I'm setting myself up for failure. Uh-huh. I just like to think about it, mm-hmm. and I don't really like to put expectations on that. Like I, I kind of like to lower them, but I feel like too when you meet someone online, you already start to kind of like think about like what they're like. Yeah. And I just like to daydream and just to think about stuff in general. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, oh, I wonder like, you know, like I wonder what their family's like and wonder what their house looks yes. like. I think about that stuff. I think about that all the time too. Oh, you do? Oh, oh yeah. And then I paint that picture in my head. Um, and then that's what I think really bites me in the ass sometimes is Mm -hmm. we fall for potential so quickly Yes, because it's this perfect potential in your brain. Mm -hmm. And then if it comes, if it doesn't come to fruition or it doesn't get the chance to, you're more like more heartbroken. That's what happened to me and my ex. Like Mm. I had this picture painted of like what I thought our life or like the rest of the months, weeks, however long we lasted looked like. Um, and it didn't get there at all. So I was like devastated by losing something I never had. Yeah. I feel the same way. I felt like with my last relationship, I definitely like was building, building things Mm -hmm. up, building her up as well. Yeah. But I think in person, I do think you do kind of the same thing, but I think you're maybe more grounded in reality because you've like met them. They're human Are you, like, attacking me right now? Because this is exactly what I've been doing the last, like, few days. <laughs> no, kidding. no, no, no! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, because, well, I mean, me, like, I've, I've done both. Like, I've met girls online and in person. But for me, though, I am so, my memory has just kind of gone to the wayside. So uh-huh. even if I meet a girl in person, I might not remember, like, completely what she looks like. When I met A um, at the bar, I knew what she looked like, but I couldn't put it all together in my head, and I needed to look at, like, her Instagram profile, so mm-hmm. I asked for it. That's another good tip for anyone out there who's talking to someone online or in person. Do a background check. Yes. Do a fucking background yes. check every time. Especially if you meet in a bar. 
Yes. Yes. What are they doing out? Who are they out with? Are they yes. are they cheating? Are they fucking cheating? Who knows? They could be. They yeah. could be. Um, and this other girl I met at a barn dance, I could not remember what she looked like for the life of me. Like, oh. I had a blurry, blurry image of her in my head. That's what happened with me and my quarantine boyfriend. I was like, what does he even look like? Right? Like, and I then when like, he showed up for our first date, I was like, is that him? I was like, yes. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Literally, same. That's so me vibes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't go on a date with her because, like, I won't know what she looks like. Yeah. Like, I'll kind of know, but also not really. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of hard. But um, but no, I mean, I went on two online dates. And it's funny. One, I didn't really have that many. It's funny. One, I thought would go better than the other. and actually, But it was flipped. It was flipped. Of course. That always happens. It was flipped. What about you? Have you had that happen where you think, I mean, we, we talked about it very briefly earlier, but have you like really been like, yes, I have really good vibes? From and a then, first date from online or in person or either? I guess either. That's a good question. Either. I mean... I've been pleasantly surprised by how good dates with people from online have been Mm. because they weren't like this over text, but I guess you really can't be. A lot of people, like for me, for example, I'm a lot better in person, like communicating. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I do. I have a, I have a marketing job. I'm a podcaster. It's just, I'm a natural born conversationalist. Mm -hmm. Um, some guys have told me that, too. They're like, you're really good at conversation. I'm like, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Look at my life. She does this for a career. I mean, seriously. Um, but I definitely think when you meet people from online, you maybe have more to talk about, actually, because you've already started oh. conversing about certain things, so you could always go back on, so tell me about this, so elaborate more on this, so you mentioned this, or... Mm, that's a good point. I feel like because it's the when opposite I when for me. when I because okay when I go on dates with people that I met through mutual friends, there's so little to start off with as a foundation. Like mm. a lot of times, I've noticed this because I have a lot of um, exes that I met through significant or I have a lot of old exes who I met through mutual friends is the first thing we normally find ourselves talking about is that mutual friend because that's our only connection oh that's kind of interesting it's horrid it's horrible I was gonna say it sounds like really rancid because no because like I thought about it and I was just like what was the first conversation I had with like so-and-so who um we had a mutual friend and I had a falling out with him and he kind of did too it was still him because it was just like so like you still talk to so-and-so yeah and I don't know. Mm. I feel like you don't have that opportunity from people when you meet them online because you don't have that connection. See, I kind of have the opposite effect because I feel like I've, been, I've talked so much with them online. Okay. There's barely anything to talk about when I meet them. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, how's this? And they're like, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so. And then I'm like, well, fuck, we've already went through that. So now <laughs> I need to think of something else. And then, too... Oh, I'm the worst at this. Like I said, my memory's really bad, so I'll ask them about one thing, and then as they're answering oh, it... Oh, stop it. I realize we've already talked about it. You do it. that? Yeah, I do. Oh, girl. I do it a lot. And okay. I, so then I'll be like, oh, okay, I know. Sorry, you mentioned that. So I do that a lot. I'll do a thing where I think it's been, been my lucid lucid dreams lately. Like, mm. I'll, I'll wake up, and I'll be like, did that conversation actually happen? That happens to me, too. Or was it a dream, or did I hallucinate that? So, mm-hmm. like, I feel almost embarrassed, like, bringing it up again, because it's happened before. Not mm-hmm. with someone I was dating, but a friend of mine. I, like, mentioned something that I could have sworn I talked to him about, and he was just like, what are you talking about? I was like, our conversation yesterday. He was like, we didn't talk about this. <laughs> I was like, 
fuck, really? That's when I knew. I was like, I need something, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, then I do also the other thing where I get kind of nervous, so then I ask about stuff. I'm just kind of like, and not like I blurted out, but like, so for this 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 one girl I'm sort of dating, I yeah. was like, oh, like, so you work on a farm, and we've talked about it before, but like, I just was like, where do I start? Like, I was like, oh, so you work on a farm, and then she told me literally everything, she's already told me about it, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, F me, I already, <laughs> already kind of asked her about this, but you just kind of, you know, you kind of panic. Totally. Um, but yeah, those, I, I think those are like pretty solid expectations for dates, just like, I also learned, too, like, if I want to get back out there or, like, at least attempt to put myself back out there, like, mm-hmm. vulnerability only. My best friend Taylor was just like, no walls, no getting scared, just get out there, tiger, you got this. And I'm just like, meh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's true, though. That's the only way you're gonna get out there is and, put yourself out there. And then I remember just all of the horror stories that you bitches deal with and I dealt with, and I'm just like, that's exhausting, but... If it's with the right person, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And you know what, though? A lot of dating isn't all that salacious. A lot of it is pretty fucking boring, to be honest. Are you just talking about straight couples? You can say it. No, say I... It, say it for the boys in the back. <laughs> honestly, gay gay women, too. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, fucking shoot me. Like, if I have to hear another I hate men tirade. Like, I get it. I'm on a date with you, girl. We both hate men. Let's just talk about something else. But that's all I got, Kate. That's I all know, I got in my arsenal. Like, which is so slay. And, like, I love talking about that with my besties. But I'm like, girl, like, what about your family? Like, let's talk about something. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I have this. Damn. What if she listens to this? No, I'll be brave. I'll be so brave. I'll move on. Um, so speaking of dates. Uh-huh. Going on dates. Mm-hmm. What are your go-to first date question. I am so happy we're talking about this Why? because we actually almost touched on it before we pressed record. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So yeah. I, hypothetically, not saying I did or didn't, may have gone on a first date recently. Perhaps, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? The podcast the, will never know. The podcast will never know. That's only between us. Let's say Kate hypothetically gave me this advice before I hypothetically went on this date, right? She was like, just treat it like a podcast, Davina. Like, you're so good at building and building these connections from people you just meet, like, getting them to talk. And I'm like, you're right. So I think a lot of my first go-to questions in dating is just like, I want to hear about your life. I want to know about your life. I really do. Like, and I think that's the main difference. Like, I feel like I could always get a grasp, but if I find that person interesting from the get-go, mm-hmm. uh, hell yeah, I want to hear about your life. Yeah. If I don't, I'll make it very clear that I don't, because I will not ask. There's a difference between going on dates with people where you, like, really open up. Like, do you ever feel like you leave a date and you're just like, fuck, I overshared too much? Think of Unfortunately, yes. Think of it, like, if you feel like that, think of it like this. Before you feel like you overshared, did this person ask? Mm. Because if they did, free game. If they didn't, you just trauma dumped. Plain and simple. Yes. Without consent. Yes. If I'm asking you, like, oh, what was this part in your life like? Or how did this happen? Or what do you mean? Like, I talk about it more. And (laughs) And what's really nice about dates that I've been on that have done that, they always check in. Mm. Um, be like, like, is this too much for you? Or is really, this... that's so nice. 
nice. Cut this out really quickly. Yeah, Jason did that. He was like, he was like, am I like, is this like too intense for you? I was like, no, no, no. It's just, wow. I was just like, it's just you went to jail. That's like a green flag for sure. I thought it was too. I really liked that. I like this man as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a girl do that for me, so that's very nice for you. I've had so, hypothetically so nice so for me. <laughs> many girls trauma dump on me on the first day, and Same. they don't even they don't even realize they're doing it. And then they do the thing. I actually this happened to me during the summer. I was seeing this girl. We actually saw each other for a while. A mentioned her earlier. <laughs> a gave me a very long story about her breakup. I don't think I asked for it. I don't think she she kind of had been hanging out with her ex for a while, but I definitely didn't ask like how they broke up. She just It's like a don't ask, don't tell thing. I even if I did, it probably was like cuz she'd already been talking about him a lot, and okay. so I just kind of was like I going d- with I, the conversation yeah, a little. I doubt I asked what. I probably was like, "Oh, he sounds like a dick," and she <laughs> told me the story. Like it probably was something like, that. "Sure, that sounds like me." Then that after like that me. story, she was like, "So what about you and your ex?" Oh. So she asked me, and then I'm like, "What am I gonna?" And then I was like, "Well, I don't really, you know, love the story." And it's okay to say too, like, "I don't really want to talk about that." Which is okay, and That's I perfect. guess what did not do that. I think I mentioned like you know it's kind of like messy, and I just don't really think it reflects on who I am now. Mm-hmm. And then I still shared it, um, but that was a very intimate, like very personal date. I feel like I don't really have those as much anymore because I don't really, I don't really like to get too nitty gritty. There's just some things in my life that are very complex, like totally. my parents my family. I just don't really love to go into the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's good to have second dates and third dates. But this does bring me to another first, um, first date question. Oh yeah. How do you feel about the question? What's your relationship like with your family? I asked a girl this. And then when she asked me the same question, I was like, 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 that's the thing, Kate, you can't ask someone something. And then they ask you back the same question. And you're like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I just was like very vague about it. Well, also yeah. too, she showed up 17 minutes late to the fucking day. I wanted to kill her. That's weird. Um, so I was kind of thrown off by that, and so I yeah. got, kind of was off my game a little bit. But um, but yeah, that's the thing is like I do. I don't mind it. I'm very like, for instance, I went on a very good date with this girl, with this person. I'm not gonna podcast curse you can't get me you can't get me you can't can't fucking get get me me. we're we're in a sphere of peace right now please please everything's going so well seriously um and and um she asked me or i we were talking about families and i kind of you know what i i do this thing now i think it's very slay of me (laughs) i talk i do it just like a fucking podcast i talk about it kind of as much as i'm comfortable with maybe kind of vaguely you know, and then I kind of bring it into, like, a broader sphere. Uh-huh. Like, I'll be like, oh, it's so like a lot of people, I feel like, have these same issues. Yeah. Like, I, I make it sound like it's not just all about me. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you can also do. If you're not comfortable, you can say, like, oh, like, very briefly, what happened to you or what, you know, what you're like. And then you can take it into a broader sphere so that they can talk about it. Because you want it to be kind of reciprocated between the two of you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like a good go-to question for me 
I tend to do, I, I do ask about families, even though I don't want to, I don't Which is funny. Which is funny. <laughs> I don't mind talking about it. I just don't like to, I don't want to go into, like, whole details, I I guess. think it is important to, if the person you're potentially trying to date, to hear, like, kind of the quick rundown, like, are you close to them, are you not? Like, because that will reflect a lot, whether they like it or not, it'll reflect a lot about who they inevitably, inevitably become or who they are. Exactly. Exactly. And why they're the way they are. Um... But yeah, I like to, I just like to ask, like, about their friends. That's a new one. That's a new one, yeah. Like, like what are your friendships, friendships like? Like, mm-hmm. if they only have, like, I don't know, if they have, like, What's well, a red flag friendship? Oh, God. Um, red flag for friendships would be, like, not taking time to see them. I think would be a huge one for me. Oh, like, they're being like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Cindy's my best friend. I haven't seen her in, like, six or seven yes. months. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and then I feel like, but this is more of a red flag that you either see or don't see as you progressively go through the relationship. Um, if you're, like, seriously dating someone and they never want to hang out with your friends, like your oh, long-term friends. Yep, that's a big, uh-oh. It's a big pet peeve of mine, too, because I've got a lot, a lot of friends who have been dating people for years <laughs> Me too. And I don't know who they are. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> I don't know. It's just interesting to me when people do that. I don't know. For me, my life, my my love life is not separate from any other part of my life. No. So it's integrated. Yeah. That's that's how it is for me at least. Maybe family's a little bit more separate. But like Well, I've talked about this before. My parents are the last people you're meeting. Yeah. The yeah. last people. That's like the the final round, you know. That's like, you're gonna meet my ex boyfriends, my gay ex boyfriend Lucas, before you meet my fucking parents. That is the tea. Yeah, um, very very true. Um, what about you though? What other questions do you ask? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> let's see. Where'd you grow up is always a good one. Like mm, that's a good go. That's a good way to start it off. It's a good way to nervous. start it off. Where'd you grow up? Um, siblings, shit like that. Oh, I'm. I ask about mm-hmm. the siblings. I, I ask about know. the siblings. Um, it depends. I feel like the more you start, you, uh, the more you start with the basic questions, the more you'll start to pick up things you'll want to ask more about in their responses. Yes. Um, which I feel like really helps build the conversation more and more. Yeah, a good thing to do. You just want to have a strong foundation, I think. I agree. Yeah. Go for your basic question and then get more, like, detail-oriented as you go through it. Like, for instance, say... You're like, oh, you know, how many siblings do you have? And they talk about their siblings. Maybe they're really close with Johnny. And you're, and then Johnny. What does Johnny do? Yeah, like, oh, what does Johnny do? Oh, like, um. Is he hotter know, than you? Is he married? <laughs> like, does he have kids? <laughs> like, those kinds of things. Is he hotter than you? Right. Right. So true. Um, But yeah, I feel like I kind of treat dating as like. An interview? Podcast, an interview, honestly. There was a, I went on a date a few months ago, and I swear to God, I literally was like an interview. She didn't ask me one question for maybe 30, 45 <sighs> minutes, and I was dying. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. It needs to be a back and forth. Like, yeah. It needs to be, I think a really successful date is when you feel like both of you got to share a lot about yourself, and both of you walked away with a good amount of insight about the other person, too. Yes, I totally agree. If you feel like you're leaving a date completely drained because you talked about yourself, or you just heard too much about him, mm-hmm. and didn't feel like you you got to talk, then it's it's not a good date. The successful first dates, or like dates, are the ones that are give and take. I agree, and too. Even just how you feel, yeah. like, walking home. 
are you happy? Do you feel like more joyful? Or are you like, oh my god, I'm so fucking tired. Yes. Please can I get home? Because really how you feel after the day is how you're going to feel, like, about the person. And I think sometimes it's Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I think, because I've been on dates where I have felt like kind of whatever about the person. Like, it was, like, fine. Like, I wasn't, like, you know, skipping down the street. And that's kind of how it kind of went. Like, it just was kind of, like, whatever. And, you know, you don't really realize that that's not a good sign until you go on a really good date and you're feeling so good. You're listening to the love songs. You're, you know, you're smiling. That's like the best fucking feeling. Or hypothetically, hypothetically, I'm calling Kate freaking out <laughs> over FaceTime all the way home. Oh, so cute. I love doing that. I called, I had a really good day with this girl and I called my friend Allie and I was like, oh, I was like, I had such a good date. Um, I can't wait to tell you about it. Like, that's like a good sign. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it was a good date. Because it's hard to know when you've been on a lot of kind of blah, mediocre dates. Yeah. Like, oh, like, whatever. Anything that's a little bit better, maybe, is probably going to be great. <laughs> but you got to know, like, still know your worth, even though you've uh, kissed a couple frogs. So true. There's so many frogs out there, bestie. Mm-hmm. So, I think, too, when you're on dates, you should be efficient about it, and sometimes I'll ask questions to see how they're going to respond, and Mm -hmm. that's going to be my green and red flags. Yes. So, what are some of your, we'll do, we'll be nice, what are some of your green flags first? Some of my green flags when I'm looking for someone to date? We'll say, like, first date. First date. What are you paying attention to? (laughs) Like, what's happening? Okay, 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 tea, tea. (laughs) <laughs> Are you gonna talk about your most recent? Uh, um, punctuality and communication in regards to when they're gonna get there. If you're meeting somewhere, yes. huge. Um, yeah, big communication. If they're running late, they let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all that shit. They're giving you like an estimate. Like I'm three minutes out. I'm I'm five minutes out. Stuff like that. Another one, I'd probably say like body language is a good one too. Um, yes. Maybe it's different for women with women but me with like a straight man like it depends on like the atmosphere as well like if we're at like a nice dinner obviously like fucking keep your back straight keep your posture nice Mm -hmm. um that's a turn on but if we're just at a bar like kind of chilling I'm a little more lenient on it but like don't like be obnoxious or something um another big green flag too and I think this is because I come from I used to come from the industry how they treat our server. Mm-hmm. How they order. Huge. If they're tipping. Uh-huh. How much they're tipping if you're on a dinner date. So, of course, Jason paid, right? Mm-hmm. And then he tipped her, like, $15. And I was like, you're a really awesome tipper. And he was like, what? She did a good job. And I was just like, no, I like that. And he was like, yeah, it's just money. My dad always says, like, it's just money. You'll earn it back. Um, I agree. My dad's like a waiter. So if you're going to like yeah. stiff, my dad literally supported us financially being a waiter. So if you're going to mm-hmm. stiff your fucking waiters, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, Kate wouldn't be able to get like her demonias or like fucking <laughs> go slay in college. Like, come on. That's so true. So true for me. Um, And then another one too is kind of, I think how they're acting is a good one. Like, are they like checking being, their phone? Oh, if they're doing that, it's a no for fucking me. Let yeah. me tell ya. Same. Yeah, and then just, I don't know, are they being really obnoxious? I don't like people, I, I do like loud girls, but I, I don't want someone who's like just being really unnecessary. Like mm-hmm. causing a scene. Oh, that's the worst. Um, 
I don't know. Eye contact is a good one, too. Yeah. Good thing to look look through. And just, like, listening to what they're saying, too, and how they're joking. I made, uh, my friend um, Hannah actually made this point, and I think about it now a lot. She said, you know, it's different joking with a friend versus someone you might potentially be dating with. With a friend, I don't really care about, like, joking about my trauma and stuff like that. But with a date, I'm going to be a little more guarded about how I'm presenting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't want to be trauma dumping. There's nothing I hate more than a joke that's actually just a trauma dump. And then Mm. I don't know how to respond. I barely know you. Yeah. How am I supposed to, like... What, what, how do you even move forward, you know? Like, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. But then it's a joke, so you're like, do I laugh? Yeah. What do I do? You're not at that level of comfort to mm-hmm. be like, okay, if I laugh about this, am I a dick, or is that what they're looking for? Yeah, and, like, I don't know. It's When you're on a date, you're doing a lot of, like, social Olympics, and you're doing a lot of thinking. It's a lot mentally to talk to people. It is. It's it a is. lot mentally to do this shit right now, but I'm doing it. <laughs> right? You gotta think, okay, how long have they talked for? How long am I gonna talk mm-hmm. for? When she asked the last question, so now it's my turn. It's you're doing... Dates are exhausting, but they can be so rewarding at the same time. Yeah. So just kind of keeping in tune with that. Like, if she's talking a lot, that's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it if you're nervous and stuff, but, you know, I'm 25. Get it to fucking gather. I don't want to deal with someone talking about themselves the whole time. Um, if mm-hmm. I'm t- if I don't really talk the whole time. Like, that never happens to me on dates. Mm-hmm. Never happens to me. Um, but if I'm asking a lot of questions, it's kind of similar to, like, talking the whole time. It's like, clearly they are not putting as much effort as me. Very true, very true. Interesting. Yeah, I'd say those are the primary ones if your first date is at, like, a bar or a restaurant. Yeah. Um, Red flags for you? Men. Um, <laughs> so true, Bessie. So true. <laughs> like, pretty much the opposite. Like, if their body, if they're, um, if their body language is off, if they're late, if they don't communicate, if they're mm-hmm. obnoxious, if they constantly talk about themselves, or if they're clearly using that date as a way to just validate themselves because you could always notice that you could be like are you just on this date just to make yourself feel good because then I'm leaving (laughs) I will tear you down so quick (laughs) that's interesting that you say that I never thought about that like what a waste of time I know all that just to validate hey people do that fuck Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking about things I'm sorry (laughs) I'm just kidding It's also very specific dating women who are kind of figuring out their sexuality. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on a test drive with them. Oh, yeah. And it's totally okay. Like, I respect people figuring out their sexualities. I don't, I'm not putting judgment on people. But, like, it's, you know, I'm a human being. Um, I'm not just, you know, your fun little experiment. Like, treat me with some dignity. Yeah. Um... I think you need a confident lesbian lady. Oh my god, you're you're fucking telling me. Or someone who's bi. Like, someone, someone. who's got it to fucking gather. Yeah. Christ. Um, and like like I said, there's no shame in figuring out your sexuality. But I, you know, just kind of, you gotta be confident and you gotta be open with communication. Totally. You can't, you know, you gotta be, you just have to be honest about where you're at. If you're not honest and you're not open about where you're at, I don't think you should be dating anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not just you, like, just anyone in general. That means you're not ready to fully put yourself out there, and you're not fully ready to take on 
dating someone else and not being obsessed with just you. Like, you gotta, you gotta, it takes two to tango. Yeah, I feel like I'm very burnt out on dating, like, the, the, you know, the baby gay, and, um, because I'm just, I'm just not in that headspace anymore. Yeah. And I think it's the, I think it's really fun to, like, be dating for the first time when you're dating women, and you're both doing it together. I think it's good to find someone who's also figuring it out themselves. Mm-hmm. Also, nothing wrong dating someone who's figured it out and, like, kind of has a grasp on where their life is and, like, you know, their sexuality and stuff. It just can be, I think it can be challenging. I, I agree. In my experience. So, no other red flags for you? I mean, dude, I, they, <laughs> we could do a whole episode about the red flags that I've experienced in dates you've and dating. So, you've had so many. I have six years of horror stories. Um, go listen to every episode Kate and I have ever done together and then you'll hear that. What's that one, that terrible, awful date you have? Oh, I listened state? to it last night. It's one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> it's from season three. Basically, I just talk, titled it, Why? Because it's funny. Like, uh, it's because I went on that terrible date. Was it Why? content? It was the best content. <laughs> no, it was like, oh. we used to say, like, why? Because content. Because funny. Because funny, because content. And it's funny because that's a story I love telling. It's a good story. Because I really like to test it out on dates, too. As fucked up as that is, I do like to talk about, like... It's good, though. The worst date I've had because yes. I want to see how the guy reacts mm. to be like... Because some guys will be like, well, what's wrong with that? And I'll be like, get out. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. that is such a good strategy, guys. Listen up. Yeah. Go to your worst date. Yes. On your first date. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or even just, like, mentioning things that you don't like or that was a red flag yes. to you that other people did to you if you're talking about exes very briefly. If you're – the person you're going on a date with is smart and is picking up on social cues, that's their sign to be like, okay, so don't do that. So yes. don't act like that. Yeah. When yeah. I was, like, when I tell that date, that story of that awful first date, like, it gets a lot of attention because guys are either like, what the fuck? Or, or, or say shit like, I mean, that's not too bad. And I'm like, stop it. Like, that's not too bad. This is like the worst of the worst. It's so weird, like, hearing what men say on dates, because, like, I can't imagine, like, saying that to someone who, even if I felt that way, I wouldn't fucking say that. They're just so stupid sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Women are very emotionally intelligent, so it's hard to keep up. But, but yeah, yeah, always good to say, like, oh, like, yeah, this happened, and if it was a bad experience, to see how they react. It always is. It's always a good go-to. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Dating. First dates, we love to see it. We do. We do love seeing it. They're interesting. They, um, if it's done right, can come with a lot of excitement. Whether it's bad or good, comes with a lot of anxiety. So, yay! (laughs) And I'm a pretty frequent dater. Even if you haven't been on a date in a while, go on a date. You know, just try it out. It's always good to keep up your skills. Yeah. Just socialize. It's people skills at the end of the day. And it's genuinely, you know, we can make jokes about it, but I do think it's genuinely fun to meet people and get to know people. You know, I'm never going to go on a date with someone who I absolutely loathe. Yeah. Go on a date with someone you find interesting and fun and want to get to know. You can't stay in shape without exercising. So maybe you've got to go exercise. And go on some dates. Go on some dates. Keep up your skills. I do that every few months. I'm like, it's been a while. Time to go on a date. Literally, though. Same. Yeah. 
Um, well, Davida, thank you so much for coming on the show again. It's always a pleasure having you. I, I always love coming on the show, especially the most of the time when I'm on the show, you're in my house. So That's so true. That just, like those right now. Just happen. So I have no choice. <laughs> well, of course, the famous, infamous, of course, the question. Why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life, right now in this moment, it's up to you to interpret. I am happy to be here because I am high on a Monday night in my own home and my best friend's home, so that's cool. Um, but no, I'm actually, I'm happy to be here on the show. I love coming on here. I think I talk about um, things, it's, it's nice to be able to talk about things that I didn't brainstorm on like Kate does always always does a fantastic job setting up a good outline of topics for her guests which I feel like is one of my like things that I lack um so I am always happy to have like a set list of things to talk about to keep us grounded um but yeah I'm just happy to be here because you know I've I've had a pretty good month and I'd like to keep it going and the year strong I guess yes. hypothetically of true, of course. The podcast curse, she will not get us. I refuse. I don't know what that is. We don't know. We don't know who you are. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.